Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live, talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen. Hey, and a good morning at you. It is the 28th, 28th of August. I swear I saw some little kids going into one of the Pittsburgh public schools today with a backpack. Are they back? Not. I mean, I did. I saw that. I saw two little kids. Um, that's. I thought school used to start after Labor Day. Well, poor little kids. Remember, although I remember being so excited about the first day of school. Uh, one year, two of my girlfriends and I, two of my girlfriends and I, over the summer, actually made our dresses for the first day of school. Identical effing dresses. Um, all I can remember is they had, what? 26th is the first, oh, oh it was the first day. I, I didn't even know what you were talking about, okay. <laughs> so they've started, the poor little guy. Aww. I thought you were giving me a heads up about Ryan. You were doing that too? Sorry, uh, excuse us while I talk to Amy. <laughs> um, I can't, we, I think we must have been going into about fifth grade or sixth grade. Can you imagine thinking it was a neat idea to all go in the same dress with rickrack? It, 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 do you know what rickrack is? It's the, it's the little thing you would put on the end of a hem or a sleeve that, Gives it a little scalloped edge. Rickrack on the... Oh, God, they were so ugly. Oh, my God. We were so proud. <laughs> That's the first and the last dress I ever I ever made. And I, to this day, have such respect for anybody uh, who can uh, actually sew, who can figure out uh, those garment patterns who know how to write that it is an amazing skill and uh of course underappreciated since uh you know women generally did it all the time except uh for tailors who invariably were men right because the women would do it at home for nothing and the men would get, do it out of the home and get paid just like women cook all the meals inside the home for nothing and men get to be the chefs right that's pretty much the way it was by the way my great-grandfather was a uh, a tailor uh an immigrant to this country and uh and a tailor who um the great american success story of course he ended up owning two overall factories <laughs> In, in in the Midwest. Um, I don't know much about it, frankly. So, oh boy, the little kids are back. So, I'm avoiding the subject. I, I you know, I, I stopped, I do look at Twitter and I've stopped following you-know-who uh, long ago uh, to cost him at least one um, follower. But this despicable man who uh, the American, some American people put in the White House. <laughs> um, tweeted about this tropical storm, apparently soon to be a hurricane, heading right for Puerto Rico. Right for the, I guess, western, eastern edge of uh, Puerto Rico, taking it over San Juan the Capitol. And here's what the president says to American citizens on that island. We're tracking closely Tropical Storm Dorian as it heads, as usual, to Puerto Rico. As if he's having a snit fit about somehow the Puerto Ricans are responsible for it. Why would that, as usual, be in there? It's such a disgusting little parenthetical remark. We're tracking closely. 
Tropical Storm Dorian as it heads, as usual, to Puerto Rico. FEMA and all others are ready and will do a great job. When they do, let them know it and give them a big thank you. Not like the last time. And that includes from the incompetent mayor of San Juan! Exclamation point. This is the President of the United States uh, bucking up American citizens um, in Puerto Rico before uh, a possible hurricane uh, strikes them after the devastation of the one two years ago. What a vile human being. Has it been two years? Yeah, it's two years, right? Not just one. What a... I, okay, well, I'm telling you nothing you don't know. And here in this tweet, he says, FEMA is ready. Well, you know, it's funny because I read uh, in a Washington Post article uh, today uh, about how Trump scared, scared about going down in flames in the next presidential election is, is going berserk telling people that wall has got to be built because it was the big it was his big promise and one of the ways he's decided it's going to be built is he's taken i forget how many millions of dollars that is supposed to go to that he took it from the budget of FEMA Right as the hurricane season begins, he takes money from FEMA, Federal Emergency, folks, and puts it to the wall building. Um, according to the Washington Post article, he has told people who say, his aides will say, but Mr. President, uh, see, a lot of that land, uh, we don't have access. That belongs to private citizens, or uh, the land uh, belongs to uh, uh, Native Americans. Uh, the, the tribes hold that land. You can't just uh, start building on it if you don't own it. And the president has apparently said, take it. Seize the land. Now, there is a way of doing that, as you know, called eminent domain, where the government can literally take somebody's property um, for the greater good. This is certainly not a case of that. And he has, according to the Washington Post, told these aides to not only just seize people's land without going through the proper procedures, but he has said to them that he will pardon them if they get arrested. He's told the Army Corps of Engineers to disregard environmental laws that have to be paid attention to if you're building. And again, he just keeps telling people, I'll pardon you. On top of all of this, he has insisted that it be painted black and have pointed spikes on the top. According to officials who have attended the meetings, Trump has waved off worries about contracting procedures and the use of eminent domain, saying, take the land. Don't worry I'll pardon you. One former official said, he said people expected him to build a wall and it had to be done by the election. The White House has responded to this article by saying the president was uh, joking about pardoning people. No, he wasn't. By the way, pardons can only be given after the fact of a crime, not 
to help people commit the crime. This, again, is just another absolutely impeachable uh, offense and obstruction of of justice and the law. Um, He's diverting over $3.5 billion in funds for the Pentagon for the wall. Um, and also, as I said, uh, from from FEMA. Just, this president is effing amazing. And you see the little mini-me over in the UK, uh, Boris, right? Johnson, yeah. Is... Um, is threatening now, he says he's going to shut down Parliament, suspend Parliament so that they can't get in his way as he as he bulls through into uh, Brexit. And in order to suspend Parliament, you need the Queen. So he has to make a appeal to the Queen to do it, which puts her in an extremely political position. And it'd be, it'd be in keeping with the craziness of this world right now if the queen refused to do it. <laughs> oh, God. oh, and the Amazon is burning, so what does the Trump administration want to do? Trump is now pushing to cut down trees in uh, the world's largest temperate forest, not tropical forest, the Amazon obviously, a tropical forest, the largest temperate forest in the world is in the United States. It's in Alaska. And it is the Tongass National Forest. Both the Clinton presidencies and all after that have secured this forest from logging interests. But Trump has now instructed the agriculture secretary to exempt <laughs> the entire 16 plus million acre forest from logging restrictions that have been in effect for almost 20 years. We are told that Trump has taken a personal interest in what he calls forest management, which of course means forest destruction to benefit a few rich capitalists. Imagine that. Just saying. Also, in case you hadn't heard, the second largest tropical forest is in Africa, and it too has fires uh, going. Just saying. And now so we can have something lighter. I got two save the dates for you. Seriously. One is October 3rd. That's a Thursday night. And some of you I know go regularly to this yearly event, the one performance event called Off the Record <coughs> at the Byam Theater downtown. I have supported this thing for 20 years. It is a great night, a great piece of theater. And it is done mostly by journalists and who bring in some real professionals, singers, dancers, actors. And it's always a send-up, musical send-up, of the craziness that has gone on locally. And so it essentially becomes a roast of certain public figures um, who are often allowed to do a, uh, a pre-buttal uh, before, some acquitting themselves beautifully, others not so much. Uh, it's a great evening and it benefits the food bank. Please, if 
please come this year, um, I think is especially uh, great because the setting of the story, there's always some crazy story that allows for the songs and dancing, is the apocalypse. I mean, that Pittsburgh is destroyed, essentially. I think Mount Washington falls down into the town. I don't know. Everybody's dead. Something horrible. I, and dead Pittsburghers who are in heaven, Fred Rogers, <laughs> um, Rachel Carson, Sophie Masloff, uh, these people who are all portrayed in the evening are... Um, I guess, uh, deciding what Pittsburghers will get to join them. And so I, I think I think Jeffrey Romoff, uh, I'm not sure, he's definitely one of the bad guys in this, in this in, and so is the um, publisher of the Post-Gazette, whose people mostly put this on. <laughs> They're taking him on, and I think sending him to hell. Um, it sounds like a great show, um, I'll have the producer Chris Rawson on a little bit later to talk about it, and um, I really hope some of you go. It's you laugh, you laugh, 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 and and you're there in the theater with all those a lot of the people uh, who are often portrayed. So uh, it's fun to mix and mingle with uh, some of the folks who you see on television all the time and in the headlines. Uh, so there was that, and the other save the date is um, is something that I first flagged uh, last year, which was its first year. It was so <laughs> stunningly successful that it's coming back for the second year, and what it is is, again, it's a charitable event, but it's also a a race. So many charitable events are races, right? Uh, 5K for this, 5K for that, run for this, run for that. Um, this is called, though, the what's the point? Uh, a race for the rest of us. It is a point 5K, a half a kilometer, which is essentially a stroll around the block. So, it's called What's the Point? The Race for the Rest of Us. And um, it is the second annual, and it is Sunday, September 22nd. It's coming up. I am honored to have been asked to start the race off. And apparently they have a real gun. A real gun. I, I think I get to shoot it, right? If I'm starting. And maybe I do play-by-play. -play. I don't know. Uh, the race will start and finish at Westinghouse Park in, in East Liberty. And um, a .5K is essentially 546 yards. So m most of us are, are up to it. Uh, last year, people on walkers finished the race. So it's a, it's a feel-good thing. Um, there is a, a carb-loading donut station halfway through. So um, halfway through it, you can chow down for, um, on some Dana's Donuts. There are uh, nap stations for uh, taking uh, on yoga mats for taking breaks during the race. And uh, the Westinghouse High School drum line and Alderdice Marching Band are going to be there. This is a riotous, wonderful event. Um, and I believe there's going to be a dog, uh, a dog jog as well. Uh, the, uh, one of the sponsors of the event, Mini of Pittsburgh, will provide a Mini Cooper to scoop up anyone who needs help across the finish line. Um, so you can register online if you want to be one of the uh, runners, strollers, um, at what's the point 5k.com. So just saying, be there. This And this benefits, um, I forget, who the hell does this benefit? 
can't remember. I guess in some ways it's not the point. The point is to have fun. Um, there is a registration fee, uh, $15 in advance, $20 at the, uh, at the door. Uh, okay. Just wanted you to... I'm going for sure. I'm hoping my mom is going to be in town that weekend and Susan because I'm going to um, have them uh, run the race. And I figure my mom at 97 might like win a, uh, an award or something for the oldest, do you think? For the oldest person to cross the finish line? Uh, maybe. So I'm hoping all that is up in the air. But um, please, those dates, October 3rd for Off the Record, and uh, and the f point five. What's the point five k um, on the twenty second of September? Thank you. Dana uh, Milbank did uh, a piece on uh, Joe Biden as a gaff machine, and you know he's always compiled a bunch of them, and it is. It really is mind-blowing, and it's worrisome to me. Uh, on the other hand, I'd rather have him, you know, obviously, than a deranged uh, lunatic and narcissist. Um, but the fact is, is Joe Biden at a campaign event last Friday uh, told the crowd, I want to be clear, I'm not going nuts. Um, which is a strange thing for somebody who's asking uh, people to support him for uh, president. Um, the reason, uh, I guess, the reason he did it is he keeps getting the name of the town or state he's in incorrectly. Um, on Saturday, he says to the crowd, what's not to like about, about Vermont? The problem was he was in New Hampshire. He's mixed up. He's thinking he's in Burlington, Vermont, and he's really in Burlington, Iowa. And then, you know, he says things like, here's, here's another one. Last week, he said this. Bobby Kennedy and Dr. King had been assassinated in the 70s, late 70s, when I got engaged. What? Excuse me? I remember those assassinations very well, and I can assure you, it was not the 70s, it was the 60s. So I'm wondering, did he, 68, right? Did he get, um, I wonder if he got engaged in 68 or 78, he doesn't even know. Um, yeah, you know, he got the El Paso and Dayton shootings wrong. He placed them in Houston and Michigan. Um, he, he remembered a visit he had with the survivors of the Parkland shooting um, before the shooting had happened. Um, at the Iowa State Fair, he was heard to thunder, We choose truth! over facts. Um, and then there's those ones that he, um, like about Obama, that just thoroughly freaked me out. Uh, he was once talking to a paralyzed man in a wheelchair, and he says, Stand up, Chuck. <laughs> I think he wanted to introduce this guy, you know, to the audience, to a larger crowd. And he's talking to him. The guy is paralyzed and says, Stand up, Chuck. Uh, he told one audience, You all look dull as hell. How could he say that? He said, you cannot go to a 7-Eleven unless you have a slight Indian accent. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
But as I said, this is still so much uh, better uh, than <laughs> than what we have. But you know, eh, all things being equal, I think we could still do better. Yeah. Oh, wow. So a man, I didn't realize these were related stories. I did see a picture of a totally naked a white guy running around outside, police chasing him. I did not know. This is the guy they were chasing him because they, he killed three members of a... Uh, minor league baseball player, the mother, the wife, I think, and the child. He killed three people, I believe black people. And then he's running around naked, and the cops are, like, chasing him or, like, dodging him. And, 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 and Bob and Braddock has sent me this. He said he was eventually taken into custody, of course, unscathed. If that were a black man who had just murdered three people, you don't think he'd be dead? Why is it white guys get to murder, commit unbelievable mayhem, and they, take, and they get taken alive? A black person who's sitting in the park <laughs> doing nothing gets killed. Driving his car, doing nothing illegal, gets killed. Walking down the street, gets killed. Walking into his own house, opening the door of his own house, gets killed. White people, naked, white people can... And you don't think white privilege exists, huh? You don't think so, huh? Yeah, well. We have a call. Hello, caller. Hi, Lynn. Hi. Hey, um, I, I'm kind of like that, too, with Biden. I, I like him, but I keep thinking maybe Elizabeth Warren will come ahead over him. In some ways, I'm wishing that. Yeah, I am, too. After all those gaffes, I, 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 it's like too many. I mean, wow, take a cue card out and write where you're at first. That's the first rules. Know where you're talking. What yeah, your just, audience is. I mean, write it God. inside your arm. Just write it on the inside of your arm. I mean, I have trouble with names and places. Maybe he's shown his age. I don't. No, know. I think he is. I think he is. And, and then again, there's a lot of young people get things screwed up like that too. So I don't know. But yeah, I. But you know, the other day when I called about, somebody said it, lazy Americans. The reason that really ticks me off is that is the same old talking points that the Republicans and big businessmen always use. You can't find good help. Nobody wants to work. The American people are lazy. And it just drives you nuts. And I've heard that all my life about, I can't find good help. Well, if you pay the people a living wage, maybe you would. You, you get what you pay for sometimes. If you want something good, sometimes you have to pay a little more money. But they don't. It's always the worker. They're always going to work. And it's one thing about this, like Biden and Elizabeth Warren, they need to get on workers' rights, and they need to talk about unions more. If they don't do that, it's gonna, they're going to blow it, because you need to get back to where the basic thing of unions and workers' rights. But I don't see them talking that much about it. They seem to be this pro-business, pro-business, and that's fine. But if you're not uh, for the workers, I, I, I think they're going to pay the price. I'm afraid they're going to screw it up, you know? Yeah, uh, I have to tell you, though, that um, I can't imagine a weary nation re-electing Donald Trump. I just can't yeah, imagine. Back, yeah, I, I, that's what I'm hoping. He's wearing, he's just wearing us out. So, yeah. but I also do agree that Democrats need to start, not let Trump destroy himself and just start talking about, uh, yeah, real jobs and worker and and the importance of treating workers fairly that would be a good start living wages things like that i agree with you yep all right okay 
See All right, ya. thank you. Bye. Okay, bye. Um, as has become our habit on Wednesdays, Ryan Dito, uh, senior staff writer. I get that uh, right? Yeah, sure. Um, is, is joining us. Hello, everyone. Hello. And, um, oh, dear God. Okay. We were just talking about Trump, you know. Oh. I can't the latest horrors. <laughs> just unfriggin' believable. Yeah. He's been, uh, he's been tweeting. Uh, he's been in rare form. Well, this morning, I mean, like he's an, like already, yeah. he's trashing the people of Puerto Rico as they... That he's like blamed them for like yeah. being in, in the line of a hurricane. Yeah, right. <laughs> What's up with that? It's heading right for Puerto Rico again. What's wrong with you people? <laughs> I've never seen anybody blame Jeez, weather on I, people. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's um, And okay. he was talking about bed bugs and all this other stuff. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, it's been, it's been uh, quite the... Quite the quite the treat the last few days. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Did you see that he's ordered um, the the largest temperate forest, which is in the United States, mm. in Alaska, okay, to be open? Oh, I did see that. Yeah. Open to log. Yeah, trying to it's build more roads there, even though it's been it's it, been um, right. It has been off limits since the Clinton, I believe, administration. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's a treasure. I yeah, hear. I've actually been wanting to take a tr- like a trip okay. up there. Well, uh, it's a tri- get there before the capitalists cut it down. Okay. okay. <laughs> and I mean, we're worrying about the Amazon burning and and what's his response to that? Hey, let's cut down the this uh, largest temperate forest. Yeah, it seems like we 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 have this um we have this like uh, I guess impasse that we're at where like a lot of people realize that we can probably produce a lot of energy and money and all these other things through sustain more sustainable methods. And yet this other side, the Trump side wants to like continue or even increase the rate in which we harvest our natural resources, including logging or oil or natural gas. And yeah, it's like uh it's definitely a like an impasse where we're at and we're going to need to make a decision <laughs> hopefully re- relatively soon on on where to go. Dear God. Saying it nicely. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I did not that we normally talk about sports yeah. or this stuff, Uh-oh. but I did see this. I know what this is. I yeah, I I saw you that you liked a certain tweet <laughs> and then I went looking for what it was about. Okay. Yeah. And oh my god. What is with this attempt by excuse me, this is local stuff. Uh KDKA to Radio. resurrect and television. Oh yeah. Aren't they they using her too? I don't know. I'm not sure about that. Okay, they will. Yeah. KDKA wants to resurrect the disgraced former anchor at WTAE Wendy Bell. Yes. And their latest thing is odd. Extremely odd. One oh. of the oddest, I actually would say. And I've written a lot about Wendy <laughs> over the last year and, and, and her and her uh, attempted uh, you know, resurrection. Or I, I, it's not even attempted at this point. Her resurrection. No, it's just classic. Yeah. That yeah. That, I mean, yeah. it's just obvious yeah. that they, they see money with her. They, see, they think she's got a base. I think she does, unfortunately. She does. In social media, she has the base. Yeah. Yeah, but she also has all these people who thoroughly cannot tolerate. She's honestly a lot like, I mean, like, like I, Donald I, Trump. I, I don't want to compare no. her exactly to Donald no, Trump, no. but, but yeah. in, terms of the, in terms of the dynamic, she clearly has a solid yes. and large base, but her presence also turns off a lot of people on the other side. Right. And basically what happened here is that uh, 93-7, the fan, uh, their which brought, which is a sports, uh, a sports, big sports station, big, yeah, yeah, big, big, big sports station. station. Um, also the, part of that, Katie yeah, and the family. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, um, they for their pit football talk show, you know, pregame talk show, they um, are bringing on Wendy Bell in addition to Bob Pompiani and uh, Paul Zeiss, I believe, um, who who are sports people. You know, yeah, all, they're sports people. Yeah, exactly. Bob Pompiani. What is she I mean, on there yeah, for? I mean, everyone knows Bob Pompiani. He, he's 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 great. Yeah, he's great. And and then you know, Paul Zeiss is uh, uh, has a talk show on the Fan and also has a column on the Post Gazette and to talk pit football in the pregame show. But they're bringing on Wendy Bell, who, from my knowledge, I think everyone else in Pittsburgh has no has, sports has expertise. No sports at all. expertise. No, 
whatsoever. None. And so it it, it just it blew up actually on like you know. You, Whoa! You know, so I went yeah. after seeing this. I went to the fans' website because I mean a tweet tweet. Yeah, tweet. Yeah. Because they put it out yeah. that hey, great news! We got a was it three hour pregame show. I wow, swear, I think really it is. Gosh, it's ridiculous. So <laughs> just about, watch the game. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 we, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, and they hours. were so excited to say, yes, Bob Pompiani, Paul Zeiss, and, uh, and Wendy Bell. And, whoa. Yeah. I, I got sick of reading Yeah, it got ratioed. There crazy. was a huge negative reaction yeah there are just huge there are a lot of people who who actively dislike wendy bell because she is extremely conservative she um she brings politics into basically everything uh you know and conservative politics um she's very divisive uh so she she's like brings all this so there are a lot of people who just like were really mad just about that but there were also a lot of sports people, fans you know that were you know, <clears throat> there are also a lot of people that were just why? What why? The fu- why? why? Why are you why? even doing this? Like, this doesn't make any sense. You could bring anybody else on who has just an ounce of sports experience. Like, what is the purpose of this? And, man, it just feels like there are forces in our media environment that want to boost her. Her personality. Her what extremely is, divisive. Is, I know. What is that about? Personality. Because. She's uh, not. You You know. Yeah. what? There's a lot of public persons in broadcasting that are you know are really well liked yes and even some women (laughs) yeah and even women who actually have a sports background believe it or not if they wanted a woman or lord god forbid a black person well paul's eyes oh is is he oh thank god Mm -hmm. I didn't know. Yeah, but he's so very you can see what they're too, really is. Like, oh, so they're trying to do this thing, um, right? We got the white guy, we got the black guy, so we got to have a woman, mm-hmm. and that's who they come up with for a sports show. This awful human being, Wendy Bell. I mean, yeah. she's awful. Yeah, she she recently told. Um, I don't know if everyone remembers those Steve Kelly cartoons that were in the PG that were uh, really sexist. Uh, You know, I think we wrote about that. She actually actively defended those cartoons. Right, she did. On on one of her, like, social media posts. Like, it just doesn't make sense. No, I mean, it does make sense, the things she's doing. She's clearly picking a side and and is uh, trumpeting it with... Well, trumpeting. And and that is... But it's true. She is taking his... You see this more and more. She said in posts that she actively supports him. I've read the post. She says... I support Trump. Like, she actively supports him. So this is like, and this is such bullshit, if, if I can just say, because people are told in sports, they say, stick to sports. Yeah, don't do stick the politics. Sports, don't do right? politics. That is right. fucking garbage. Like, it, it, it is such a lie that it's only stick to sports, by the way, when people are liberal. I'm sorry. Like, it just feels like increasingly or black. more and more like that. Like, what's his name? Uh, the uh, Miami... Uh, uh, guy who who uh, brought in politics to one of his things, but he was really upset about the gun control debate. And this was like, the ESPN guy. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, he went nuts. And yeah, yeah, all yeah. And he got mad. And then and then of course it's like you know everyone's like stick to sports, stick to sports. The fan and KDKA are putting an active conservative Trump supporter who has no sports background that has shared conspiracy theories about Robert Mueller with representative Reschenthaler from you know south of Pittsburgh like this is somebody who is extremely political and conservative like and that's you know what that's okay if she wants to be really political I'm really political but no one's gonna put me on a sports show like there's just no way hey Hey, people, you want to put someone really political on a sports show? I, hey, I'll do it. You can do it. I'll I can do, do it. it. I, I, will I, make, actually... I will make every... Yeah, exactly. Lynch should do it. Like, yeah. Hey, <laughs> I double want... dated with Susie Lombardi. I've got connections to sports. Do it, yeah. you know? And then and then make every <laughs> single thing connected Jesus you know, to politics Christ. somehow, because I can only imagine... And it's really subtle the way that Wendy can do it, too, at the same time, where she'll, like, she'll like make it about, like... Um, just like cultural touchstones is how she uses it in the same way that the reason that she got fired is because of she was basically saying a lot of like what what I would argue the quiet racist part out loud, you yes, know? Yes. Right. And like and so she's not necessarily like tying everything to to 
a conservative politician, but the things that she advocates for are the same things that these conservative politicians say. And this is how the media influences people. And I just laugh. I laugh at any any stupid stereotype that people think, you know, the liberal media. It is not liberal. Jeez. It is not at oh, all. God, no. It's extremely conservative. Like yeah. and, and, and especially radio. And you know And uh, no television too. Oh, I mean yeah, in my course. local yes. TV yes. I've been in yes. local television. Yes. It is those are conservatives. Tons, just tons of conservatives. In the same thing that we were talking about yeah. last week with the um, you know downtown crime, like they they consistently right. frame things in a way to right. have fear about urban areas and crime, That's which right. is which is a racist thing to say because there are more black people in urban areas. Yes. you know we and get that we get the dog whistle. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we get it. And 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 so to put Wendy on the show, it you just know what feels she, like you know what she's that. gonna do and later. She's going to run. Oh, God. For what? Oh, my gosh. What would she run for? Congress. Like against, like, Connor Lamb or something like that? She'll, she'll, well, she'd have to move to a little more because she lives... Where does she live right now? Right near me. She oh, li- oh she, she lives in the city. Oh, she, she can't lives, win then. She'd no, have no, no. to move. No, yeah. so that's what I'm saying. She'd yeah. have to yeah. move. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But, I, yeah. She I guess could, she could run for county executive, maybe. But I don't <laughs> think she could win. Jesus <laughs> Anyway, there yeah. you have it. Yeah. Uh, Whoever is making these decisions over there, it's disgusting. And it is a way of inserting her vile politics into what should be. And I think it's intentional, and I've actually been working on a story, doing trying to compile as much research as I can and as much evidence as I can about, about this idea of um, these local media makers i guess you could say and their influence through sports especially to have conservative viewpoints like there's so many sports personalities in the area that explicitly tweet share on social media say on the radio conservative viewpoints they do it all the time but you don't hear any liberal people doing that because they're kind of told to quiet down and and it's garbage and and why, especially in Pittsburgh, where sports are such a huge part of our culture, you know, and I think there's an influence there, and I think they're doing it on purpose, but that's just uh, i'm I'm speculating a little bit, but you know I can do that on the radio, yes, you can <laughs> and this is not a news show, this yes. is an opinion uh bloviating kind of a show, yes. okay, you say divisive, I say divisive, most people seem to say divisive, hmm. but it's not that this works all the time, yeah. But it's divide. Why wouldn't it be divisive? Divisive. That's what I say. I don't know. Does that sound wrong to you? No. I don't. I think it's like tomato, tomato. I don't think it matters. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, obviously, tomato is wrong. But <laughs> I'm starting to get. My kid says aunt, like aunt. And mm. I think where the hell did you get that? I don't say it's aunt. <coughs> I say aunt. I say milk for some reason milk. instead of milk. So. Milk. You know, I just, just Ooh, that sounds awful. I know, but I love it. Milk. I drink it all the time. <laughs> you do? Oh yeah. You drink yeah. milk? Oh yeah. Mm. Well, coming from the dairy state, I thank you. <laughs> we have great dairy here in Pennsylvania too. Yes, that's true. Pennsylvania is a big yes. dairy state as well. Um, um, all right. Well, done beating up on that bitch. Then <laughs> <I just> really... <laughs> the, the the worst part is that she owns all of us. Like, she beats us, is what I'm saying, in terms of influence, in terms of these things. This is what people, I think, I think a lot of liberals don't understand that someone like Wendy Bell has way more influence. She has way more ears, way more eyes. Yeah, she does. She does. Yes. Yes, she does. And uh, the resurrection of uh, Wendy Bell continues apace. Yes. That was pretty quick, I have to say. I thought, yeah, what about, oh, no, her career's going to be ruined. Does <laughs> like, she still have that lawsuit out there that she was... Uh, no, they settled that, I think. They did? Yeah, she she got some money. Did she mm-hmm. really? Yeah, they settled, you know. That's usually what happens in the legal system, right? You settle so you don't have to worry about it, even though I think she probably would have lost. But uh, Okay, well, here, I want to... Um, speaking of settling, I want to talk about uh, the Sacklers, and uh, Purdue Pharma, mm. because there's now they're talking settling. Johnson and Johnson just yeah, got hit got with <laughs> Johnson and Johnson got hit. They're they're nowhere. Johnson and Johnson is no 
is like this much a part of what happened in the opioid. Okay. Yeah, really. Okay, yeah. These are the guys. Oh, for sure. Purdue. Yes. And um, they now have, I don't know how many, there's over um, 2,000 cases against them and or members of their family and or whatever. I think some are in uh, right here in Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think Beaver County and a bunch of uh, other counties, uh, um, Lehigh County. They're trying to settle. Yeah. Now, um, there's part of me that doesn't want doesn't want them to get off this easy. First of all, they're, they will, com- they will uh, go bankrupt. That's part of the settlement. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah. Because oh. then, you oh, know, gosh. if they go bankrupt, yeah. this is how corporate murderers end up getting away sure. with it, right? So if they... Go bankrupt, that means they have to go well, through the bankruptcy you, process, right? Yeah, and who's going to... People can't get money from a bankrupt company i don't think i don't think so either i think their assets are like frozen for like seven years so um they're apparently offering to pay up to 12 billion dollars to settle all these suits that ain't enough that ain't anywhere near enough it would still give them billions and they will walk away from control um there's but Again, what you said, it made me think of it, is that if they don't settle, if all these uh, states' attorneys general, yeah. that they're all part of these talks. Yeah. Uh, so that would be um, all of these states going after them, the cities, all of that stuff. They will um, have to accept that and not be able to go after them. If they don't settle, jeez, um, I don't... You know, I don't know. Well, I, mean, I don't Johnson know what the right Johnson, thing is, but how come the law but, I mean, is the such Johnson, that these people can kill more people that died in the Vietnam War? Yeah. I don't know. And I mean, nobody yeah. hangs. Nobody well, because, goes to yeah, because jail. Because everything is about money, right? I mean, like, I think that's why. I think it's like I th- our legal system is set up in which it's it's mostly about extracting as much money as you possibly can out of it and so that's usually encourages people to settle instead of get it tried because it costs so much money to run these to run these lawsuits right and that's state well and money, also right? let's and that see would be they like go taxpayer money. well that's right and then they go let's say these cases go to court um the jury comes back and says uh you got to pay 60 billion dollars you sons of bitches mm-hmm. They appeal. Yeah. And it goes on forever yeah. and ever yeah. and ever. Yeah. So what well, it's hap- like a checks and balances system but that like can can be beneficial but also can not be, right? Like um but it is it is it is frustrating. I don't know, we'll see what the I mean it depends on what the attorneys general say, right? Like they're the ones that can say like, well no, let's let's like take I mean like it's pretty encouraging that Johnson and Johnson lost their lawsuit. That that gives them like uh confidence yeah. to be like, Oh, we can win, you know? So maybe they Oh yeah, no, you know? I mean in a jury trial these guys win. But the, here's the problem. Then it gets appealed yeah. and appealed. And we know what Trump has been doing to yeah. our federal appeals yeah. courts, yeah. right? Yeah. They'll finally get a friendly court. And they'll get it or they'll Put it up to the uh, Supreme Court. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Yeah. Here we go. Found this on Webster's Dictionary website. The standard yeah. pronunciation is with a long I. <laughs> Uh-oh. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I say milk, so, you know, I, I say a lot of words wrong. <laughs> divisive. I hear divisive all the time. Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I guess I, I, I mean, I'm just, I, yeah. yeah, okay. Divisive. Um, Wendy Bell is divisive. And divisive. <laughs> She's just a fucking asshole. Let me tell you. People who... What I don't understand is that she's like, how do these people get these jobs? You know how hard it is for like millennials in journalism to like get good jobs? And then there are these, these people like Wendy Bell that are just handed jobs. What, what has she done? What kind of like scoop and good journalism work has she accomplished? Can somebody tell me? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Tell me. Like, I would love no, somebody to No, what she has is she has this ability. She's, she's made for TV. Mm-hmm. And that's where they're, I'm sure, 
eventually pushing her. It's just so the it rate. Just, it just doesn't make sense. A lot of people can be made for TV. It's this stupid chicken and egg situation where like yeah, people, you're not allowed. You know, to get oh, the, because know, you you're can't not get in there the door. Yet. Exactly, right. but I mean, ah. Yeah. It, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, little Tony says about Wendy, unfortunately, she has a good amount of followers. I know that. Yeah. Sometimes while preparing dinner, I'll turn on my little radio. She is obnoxious. She constantly interrupts Marty. I can't believe he... Yeah, well, well I mean, they're split up now. Did you see oh, that, No, too? I haven't oh, seen yeah, that. Oh, yeah, they have their own... Their, their new announcement I'm sure recently. That I got, when I heard she was joining him, yeah. I thought, I never... I felt sorry for him, which is saying uh-huh. something. Yeah, yeah. I, I did. I, I really felt sorry for him. So where they they split them off? Yeah, they have their own uh, radio show. They have their own three-hour shows now. So, which is actually stupid, like annoying. So when's Wendy like, on? Uh, I think Marty's on in the morning, and I guess maybe Wendy is uh, like her regular drive time. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see that bit, but I saw that Marty's in the morning now. Um. But he used to be in the morning anyway. Oh, yeah. I guess he's just back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Everybody comes back. Back to little Tony. Back. She interrupt constantly as Marty and anyone who disagrees with her, she constantly giggles. Oh, God. That's my, that's my deal breaker. Yeah. Giggling. Yeah. Too much. Oh, oh, oh. I cannot tell you how many young women I have told. Stop giggling. <laughs> Uh-oh. Is this coming? <laughs> there's a laugh and there's okay. a giggle. Okay? okay. If you want to be taken seriously, stop giggling. <laughs> Hearty laughs are okay. I don't think Wendy wants to be taken <laughs> seriously, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a way women have found of diminishing themselves mm-hmm. for so they're. Yeah, but More I mean, tolerable. Wendy, so, but I mean, Wendy well, that wants may, that. But I mean, Wendy upholds those principles, those patriarchal that's why she, principles. Well, that's why she giggles. Exactly, and and really, I mean, that makes sense. That would I'm make not sense. really a strong person with tons of, you know, yeah, this influence and, that. and influence money. and yeah. money and, and everything. Oh, yeah. perish the thought. Okay. I already had a low opinion of Marty, but after his show with Wendy, I think even less of him. Oh God. Marty Griffin is a troll, but her being on a sports show is beyond bizarre. I hope she destroys her career when she does her own show next week. Oh, so next week yeah. she starts her own mm-hmm. show. Oh, God. Oh, no. The Queen approved Johnson's Boris's plan. Mm-hmm. What, I uh, thought what this was a mean? chance. Boris Johnson, yeah. the new prime minister, yeah. is doing something that is... They're calling it a constitutional crisis in the UK. Okay. He went to the Queen and said, I need you to essentially uh, suspend Parliament for a period. The period being the time that Parliament was intending to get together and try to make an end run around his Brexit strategy. Okay. Okay. So he took out the legislative branch. Nice. This this is as if, can you imagine if the president... Like Our president shut down Congress could, and yeah. we were about to pass this is something. What, yeah, this yeah. Is, so, I don't think. Wow. Yeah. Hey, Britain, what are you trying to What's, do? Make us actually look like a functional country? We do seem to be going back and what? forth between them. Jesus, and Britain. yeah. <laughs> Who can go first, the Anglo's or the Americans? Come on, it is just. It's down, down, down for the wasps. It's over. You had your moment in the sun. It's over. What's Boris's plan? I, I haven't been following this. To so pull close. out a Brexit, to pull out of the oh, EU. Totally clean. clean yeah. Pulled yeah. Out. Okay. Yeah. And that'll just tank him. It'll tank him. The Queen. Really, if she had said no, mm-hmm. that would have also been a constitutional oh, sure. draft. Yeah, she can't. She can't. She doesn't but, really have oh, power, right? God, she kind of has I to just approve everything. But I bet she doesn't. Yeah. Here it is. Even conservatives in his own party are freaking out. Wow. The Queen agreed to, this is what they call suspension uh, there. There's another verb for it. Prorogue. Whoa. P-R-O and rogue. Prorogue. Very hard to pronounce. It's hard, but I can't even figure out where that comes from. They have a lot of weird words. Uh, Okay. Wow. Uh, 
Yeah, that and is, he that is, changed that. when the queen would normally have given a speech. Um, uh, he suspended that, and she'll now give her speech. Oh God! Bring the royalty back. They couldn't <laughs> do any worse. Well, that's not necessarily that's not true. true. <laughs> I don't know. What the hell are we going to do? I feel like it's just always going to be like this now in the future, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, I think this is just like total dysfunction. Yeah, I mean, like the media has really gone like it's just a different media environment than I think it used to be, and so there's so much more information, too much information. Jump. Yeah, overload. You know, if you stop and think of like the cable news. They just do the same story over and over oh, and over for, sure. for 24 hours yeah, instead of telling people all this other stuff <laughs> yep. going on that oh they should God. know about. Brett Stevens. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, that's, I mean, like, that's a perfect example of like, why is this on cable news? Yeah, this is right. the dumbest thing ever. And it's like, oh, this because is a, it'll get ratings or New whatever. New York Times, uh, New York Times op-ed guy yeah. who got into a fight on Twitter, Twitter yeah. uh, because some guy called him a bed butt. Bed bugs are having a big week. They really are. Uh, <laughs> bed bug, the bed bug bed lobby bug and someone's pocket. Yeah, it's bed bugs. <laughs> and he went berserk. The op-ed guy got up to, and then people, of course, started telling him what a thin-skinned jerk you are. Yeah, and especially he, coming from the guy who advocates for free speech on like college campuses and all this stuff, and he can't even take a mild right, insult. Right, right. Um, and so that became news because that's how incestuous the. That's how it works. I remember a million years ago, um, literally, uh, who was I talking to? They were decrying this new trend where newspaper reporters would show up on television in these new cable shows. Okay. And this person warned darkly, this will destroy journalism. And I, because the scribblers, the scribes, the yeah. journalists, yeah. never had faces, yep. never had personalities, yeah. never had followers. Yeah. They were just doing their job, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. Cable news took them and elevated them to celebrityhood. Sure. And news judgment has gone askew. Yeah. They've become they end up covering other celebrities in the governmental sector mm-hmm. when it's but just all in cycle. all it's just celebrities the, i think that's the problem governing is that it's become this like vicious cycle i think like i think you could still have a like a cable news or or you know journalists with personalities but when the when the driver of the news is basically just to like give people what they want instead of informing people about something important. There's, there is no reason this Brett Stevens story should be anything. It's ridiculous. Like there are so many other stories that could be having journalists really dig into and explain and all these things. And that is truly the problem. I think it's the business model. Well, but it is because it's about, excuse me, it's about making money. It's It's not about giving people news. Information. Exactly. There used to be an ethic. Yes. Do you know what that is? Because yeah, yeah well, could we, in ten years there would there was a journalistic yeah. ethic, and it was held in. I mean, it was that magical period of American capitalism <sighs> from like sixty to seventy, where there was capitalism that increased value and markets and everything for everybody at the same time of ethics that also held it in check. And then the eighties came around, and it just like whew, gone like with the ethic. It doesn't matter That's anymore. Right. And no. now we need to go. I, in, in pull my back, opinion, we need to back. shrink back Rape a and pillage. Bit. We got to get out of the rape and pillage era. I think we need publicly funded news, personally, but we'll see if we can get there. Uh, okay, here's where Pro Rogue comes okay, from. Okay, cool. From the Latin for in pro, in front of, public, to rogare, which is ask. How does that... You become suspended. A pre-ask. Then lat prolong and prorogue. I don't get it. <laughs> Thank you, Milton. You're great, but that I that is great. Yeah. I still don't. Huh? <laughs> We're just too dumb. My ex. We need to be on a sports talk show. Spoke old French. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh. 
We, ah, we. And my brother speaks Old English, <laughs> an Old Norse. Wow, I speak a little Spanish. Not Old Spanish, though. No, New Spanish, California Can you, Spanish. Okay, who's the author? Juan de April with his shoe sota. Mm. The drought of marsh has pierced to the road. Oh. And bothered every vein in Swiss liqueur. <laughs> I don't of know which? what's going on right now. <laughs> Chaucer! <laughs> oh, I'm too dumb. You never yeah. read Chaucer? No. Well, that was how he wrote. Uh, that was English! That was, was old English. Well, I read uh, Beowulf in high school. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was written in Old Norse. Mm. That was weird. That was a hard one to read. To it's a great, great story, though. Great really story. Is. Yeah. One that April. When April. Hmm. Oh. All right. That's our little lesson for today. And um, thank you. We're out of time. Oh, man. Oh. Flies by. Uh, I hope no one prorogues you. <laughs> and don't be divisive. Yeah, or divisive. Uh, that was 